Welcome to the Rest for Her Soul podcast. If you feel trapped in exhaustion and burnout, or you just need to pause and reset, here you'll find peace, joy, and rest in God's loving presence. I'm your host, Christine Fletcher, and I've been there too. And I want to encourage you that just by listening, you're already taking steps towards healing and wellness. Hi, and welcome to the first episode of the Rest for Her Soul podcast. I'm glad you're here. Today, I'm going to tell you um, a bit of my story of how I went from being burnt out and exhausted all the time to finding rest, real rest and healing in God's presence. That journey is why I started this podcast, because I really want to reach out to women who are struggling with exhaustion the way I did and give you concrete tools to help you where you're at right now. So after I tell you my story, I'm going to share with you a couple tips, things that you can do right now to bring more rest um, and peace into your own life. And I, I really hope my story can encourage you if you're in a season of burnout, or even if you're just feeling weary and tired with everyday life. I hope I can help you through telling my story. So a few years ago, I was always tired. I woke up tired, no matter how many hours I slept, uh, it was awful. And I am a naturally optimistic person, um, but I found I had to try really hard just to be myself, just to find that joy that's usually there. And it was still there under the surface, but it was like it was buried under a fog. And it was awful feeling like who I really am wasn't shining through underneath all my exhaustion. So the worst of this lasted about two years. I have so much empathy for someone when they tell me they're tired. I don't take it lightly. I don't say grab a cup of coffee. To me, that's not funny because being tired, it affects everything in your life uh, from your emotions to your ability to concentrate and, and just the way you feel. So if you're there right now, I just want to give you a big virtual hug and say that I'm here to help you bring more rest to your life. At the same time that I was going through this exhaustion, it was also a wonderful season. I met my husband, we dated long distance, and then we decided to get married and we both both moved to a new city. We showed up with no jobs, no friends, and it was an amazing adventure. But that added stress certainly didn't help my exhaustion uh, because I didn't know how to manage it. But the exhaustion... And the habits that created it were there before that, before we ever moved, before we planned a wedding. And looking back, I see that there were a lot of things that I was doing, a lot of habits I had that caused my exhaustion. It wasn't just something that happened to me. I was actually playing a role in that happening. But I didn't realize that at the time. And so... I was always on. My mind was always on. I was always reading or learning or Googling things and reading articles and learning more. (laughs) I wasn't really into watching TV or anything like that. But yeah, I was just constantly filling my mind. I wouldn't just be silent or still. I had to fill it with something. And I didn't see a problem with that. I thought, oh, I'm using my mind, that shouldn't matter. I'm not uh, running or using my body that which would 
tire me out. I'm just just using my mind. It's harmless. And I would stay up too late scrolling on my phone, reading, reading about exhaustion, learning. And it was really just numbing myself from the pain of feeling headache, brain fog all day, every day. But by numbing myself that way, I was also contributing to it and making it worse. And I'd wake up the next morning exhausted um, and I'd have to go to the classroom and teach. And that was extremely difficult to do, um, but I did it. And so I learned how to just push through. I would just push through the exhaustion and keep going, go to work, see friends, go to an exercise class, go, go, go. And then I didn't know how to turn off. And so at night when it was time to go to bed, I was just on, I was wired, that, that horrible wired but tired feeling. That was me all the time. And that took its toll on me physically and of course emotionally. And I was desperate to find rest and I didn't know how. And I came across Matthew eleven twenty-eight to 30, where Jesus says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And I desperately wanted that rest. And I was angry that I was so tired. And I felt like I was wasting my youth when I should be full of energy and living life to the fullest. And instead, I was walking around in a fog like a zombie. And I was angry at that. And I didn't see the consequences of my own actions. But I clung to that verse and I chased after that. And I I wanted, I wanted that rest that Jesus talks about. But I didn't understand that I had to take action to do something about that. I would ask God, okay, make me, make me feel better now. I'm asking you for that rest. Here I am. I would pray for it, but I, I didn't let go. And slowly, as I pursued God in this, in his kindness, he showed me how I needed to take action. And it wasn't just a matter of saying, okay, God, make me feel not tired because I was contributing to it. So I slowly started making small changes and things got better. But this took a couple years of working at one layer at a time, the mental, physical, and spiritual aspects of my health. In his kindness, God led me to learn what I needed at each step. I believe that sometimes God heals us on the spot, and sometimes he leads us to the people and the resources we need to learn and to make changes. So here's some of what I changed over time. I started meditating on scripture just spending time soaking in God's word. I learned the benefits of slow, deep breathing and meditation, just letting my mind rest, realizing that having my mind on all the time actually took energy and I needed to let it rest sometimes and that it wasn't just harmless to be on all the time. I saw a naturopathic doctor who helped me clean up my diet and learn what foods are best for my body. I learned about minimizing household toxins in beauty products, cleaning products, shampoo, soaps, all that kind of thing. They all impact our bodies. And the government regulations on what's allowed in these products are not very up to date. So there are things that we know are harmful that are still put in our soaps and shampoos and makeup and cleaning products. And so learning about that to help take the toxic load off my body that's made a huge difference too. And prioritizing sleep was something else that I'm still working on, putting that 
first asking myself, well, how do I want to feel tomorrow? <laughs> Learning to give my mind a break and enjoy the silence and fill it with prayer and say hi to God or just enjoy just being, doing whatever I'm doing and not rushing to fill that silence. Uh, learning the value of doing nothing. And instead of feeling uh, anxious that I'm not doing something fun or productive, to instead revel in the joy of doing nothing and knowing that it's good for me. There is value in boredom, in the creative things it leads to. So learning that, <laughs> learning to say no to events, requests, people, and finally, um, learning to accept my limits, which is so hard because I don't want to have any limits. Maybe you can relate, uh, but I've learned that really it's a gift to live within my limits. And then learning what those limits are, that can change from season to season. So it's something I have to reevaluate from time to time. And so over time, with one step forward and two steps back, I've healed my body of the physical effects of burnout. And I'm constantly renewing my mind and listening to my body to know when I need to slow down. And I've come to accept rest and space as gifts, rather than feeling like I'm missing out on something else I could be doing. So maybe you can relate to my story. Maybe you're exhausted right now and you feel hopeless and you feel like this will never end. And I just want to say, there is hope and things can change. So here are two things that you can do today or start them tomorrow morning to feel more rested and at peace. The first one is to start your day with God, not with your phone, but with God. Let his peace be the first thing that influences you in your day, not texts or social media or even a child waking you up. Start with two minutes or 30 minutes, wherever you're at right now. I don't want us to fall into the trap of saying, oh, well, I only have two minutes, so it's not worth it. No, it is worth it. So use that time and you can slowly increase or not wherever you're at right now. Start where you're at. Meet with God. Don't have any expectations. Just enjoy his presence, taking some deep breaths and knowing that he loves you. You can listen to one of my meditations if that helps center your mind or open your Bible and Read some scripture to help you focus on God. Know that the time you're spending is cultivating your relationship with God and it's starting your day with peace rather than with chaos. And that that does matter, even if it doesn't feel like it every day, that that time adds up and it does matter. And then just finally ask to feel God's love and peace and ask for whatever you need that day. And then the second thing is to keep your phone out of your bedroom. I plug mine in in another room at night. So buy a cheap alarm clock or maybe your husband has an alarm clock or something to try out. Ask God to wake you up 10 minutes earlier than usual to spend time with him. I know I'm hopeless if I have my phone next to me first thing in the morning. I say I won't start scrolling, but I do. <laughs> I'm too curious to know what's there and it doesn't mean they're bad things, but I want to start my day with God's peace and everything else can wait. I have the rest of the day to look at all those other things. And most things aren't an emergency, but if you are waiting for an emergency call or something, you can set the settings on your phone just so that you get calls from that person or only the calls will ring and not the other notifications. And you can do things like that 
to not be a slave to your phone. So I hope this, I hope this helped you. I hope this gave you hope. Maybe you see yourself somewhere in my story. And if you, if you don't know where to start, try listening to one of my guided scripture meditations on the podcast. I want you to feel well and at peace. And my mission is to help you connect with Jesus so you can be loved by him and to give you practical tools to help you live with purpose and not feel like you're just barely surviving. So I'm sending you a big hug and a whole lot of encouragement and telling you that there is hope. And I will see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening. Be encouraged by the work you're doing to bring more peace and rest into your life. If you found value in the show, leave a review or take a screenshot, share it on Instagram and tag me at rest for her soul. I'd love to connect with you. Until next time, remember, God delights in you.